Hello, and hope you're doing well during this time of the coronavirus, and you're probably self-quarantined, as I am here at home with my family as we're on a stay-at-home alert for the state of California. And so in today's episode of the Biswell Podcast, I'm talking a little bit about happiness. Every time we turn on the news or look at our social media, we are seeing so many disturbing things happening in our country, and I thought I would share some happiness today. What I have is my very favorite little book. It's actually Yellow, and it's called O's Little Book of Happiness. It was written by Oprah Winfrey and her uh, editors at the Oprah Magazine some years ago. And it's a tiny little book full of short little reads from people that she knows within her circle. My mom first gave me this book, and as I was reminded as I picked it up today, uh, Happy Mother's Day 2015 to Melissa, your wonderful daughter and a great mother. Love, Nana. So anyway, I went through this and was reading some of the more heartwarming stories that brought a little happiness and a distraction to what's going on in our country. So I thought today I'll read a few of these short little stories to help bring some happiness into your world. Okay, so the first one I'm going to read you is called Dare to Play by Brene Brown. I'm sure we all know her. She's famous for her TED Talk. She has partnerships with Oprah. And so I'll start out reading a little bit from the book. And then she's got a list of ideas here to help you dare to play. So she writes, a few years ago, I noticed in my research that wholehearted people, my term for men and women with the courage to be vulnerable and live their lives, quote, all in, shared something else too. They goofed off. They spent time doing things that to me seemed frivolous, like gardening or reading. I couldn't really wrap my head around it. Were they slackers? This is Brene Brown saying. Then one day while I watched my kids jump on the trampoline in our backyard, it hit me. Wholehearted adults play. A researcher I know describes play as a time spent without purpose. So doesn't that resonate right now? For us that are working at home and we can't socialize and we can't go out and wouldn't that be something that we could do right now, right? Uh, spend, Spend our time with purpose. So let me go on to what she says here. She says, to me, this sounds like a definition of an anxiety attack. I feel behind if I'm not using every last moment to be productive, whether that means working, cleaning, or taking my son on baseball practice. But I can't ignore what the research says, and mine included, says Brene Brown. She says, play, doing things just because they're fun and not because they'll help achieve a goal is vital to human development. Play is the core of creativity and innovation. Play can make snorkeling, scrapbooking, or solving crossword puzzles. It's anything that makes us lose track of time and self-consciousness, creating the clearing where ideas are born. So she goes on to say, which means it's a mistake to restrict play to vacations. There are plenty of ways to incorporate it into your everyday life. So here we go. We're in quarantine because of coronavirus. I'm reading from Oprah's Little Book of Happiness, and Brene Brown is giving us a list of things that we can do to, quote, play. Ready? Here we go. First, create a playlist. Write down the three activities you could do for hours on end. Mine are reading, editing photos on my computer, and playing ping pong with my family. All right, so what's your playlist? May it be gardening, photography, napping. I think napping might be on my playlist, but nothing wrong with that, right? Who's judging? All right, the next thing she says is now carve out time on your calendar. Even when she's the busiest, she says she schedules unstructured time. It's important to protect playtime the way you protect your work, your church, and your PTA meetings. And play with others. She says, when my husband and kids made their own playlist, we realized that our usual vacations 
which involves sightseeing, weren't really anyone's idea of play. So now we go places where we can hike, swim, and play cards. Things that make us all more silly, creative, and free-spirited. So that was real quick from Brene Brown on daring to play. Something we could do now during quarantine. All right, love all those tips. How about the next one? The next one's called Pleasure 101 by Gretchen Reynolds. Gretchen is an award-winning journalist who writes the Site Ed column for the New York Times and contributes regularly to the New York Times Magazine and other publications. All right, so this is her little paragraph here before she gets into telling us some things on Pleasure 101. She says, if you're used to thinking of happiness as an elusive, unattainable, unattainable quality that arrives only when everything is absolutely perfect. Good luck with that. You'll be glad to hear that you've got it all wrong. As it turns out, pleasure can be had quite readily, provided you're ready to try a few simple steps. Okay, first one, she says, chocolate can be a taste of ecstasy. It not only releases good vibe brain chemicals, but also feels pleasant in the mouth. It speaks to us culturally of reward and indulgence try a little chocolate. All right, next one she says, then there's music. Try listening to a soothing piece, a song that calms you. Close your eyes, your pulse should slow, and your muscles loosen. Not happening? Put on classical, folk, rock, soul, hip-hop, whatever appeals to you. Let the music translate you, make you forget where you are and how long you've been listening. And you were saying something about troubles? Yes, definitely music is a great distraction, especially during this time of quarantine. All right, the next one, she says, get outside. I think I've talked about this in a previous podcast and more recently as we're in quarantine. Walk or drive to the nearest park or beach away from humans. Sit quietly, listen for gulls, whispers of breezes, and the bubbles and the whooshes of the streams. If someone is with you, reach for that person's hand. Smile and say nothing. Let the birds chirp. So yeah, get outside if you can at all. You have to get outside at this time. And it's okay as long as you're distancing yourself, but go outside. Next thing she says is look at something wonderful. We all know that watching CNN and all of this coverage is not doing anything good for us other than heightening our anxiety. So switch to something on a nature show she recommends, or something with lush landscape, ponds. This will help you de-stress, she says. Also to bring a little happiness, remembering memories. Memories of your past with your children or your family. Memories of your wedding day. You can take time and find happiness in those memories. I like that one, that's a good one. And lastly, she says, smell things. Scent can send you pleasure. It's wrapped up with remembrance. I love scents. I have I have little bottles of aromatherapy next to my bed at night, so I put them on, and every time I come into my room, I smell them because I put them on at night and it just it maybe it's psychological but it is a soothing uh, pleasure for myself she goes on to say that smells that give you the most pleasure are tied to your love and longings and your life experiences think back when you were happy yes was it at your wedding night or the day you got your first job how did that moment smell was your husband wearing freshly laundered shirt did your new employer have roses in her office do some detective work she says and find out what smells and aromas trigger good thoughts and happiness for you nice those were good ones i like the remembering one from Gretchen Reynolds. Reading that reminded me of a moment of joy and happiness for me. It was probably in fifth or sixth grade and it was right around the holiday time and my growing up we did not have a lot of money and it was scarce and we lived food insecure and home insecure and whatnot 
And again, it was right around the holidays and we came home and on our front porch, there were four packages neatly, beautifully wrapped in Christmas paper with bows. And they each had a name for myself, my two brothers and my mom. And we were over the moon. We, it was like Santa had come like, wait, who sent us these? There was no return or, or from, it was just four gifts. I to this day don't remember what those gifts were, but I remember it just, it, they represented hope. They represented joy and what a great memory that was. So it was fun to reflect back on that. We opened the presents and didn't wait till Christmas. I think it, mine was a sweater. And to this day, I can't remember for sure what it even looked like, but I remember that moment of, oh my gosh, presents on the porch. Somebody cares about us. Somebody left us something. So during this difficult time, maybe reflecting back on some of your happy memories to re reduce your stress and anxiety during this time. And the last one I'm going to wrap up here with is it's called Could You Be Happier? It's by Dan Baker, PhD. And it's actually a little quiz. I'll give a few of the questions just to get you thinking. And then you could probably Google him and find the quiz online. Again, his name is Dan Baker, PhD, is a medical psychologist specializing in stress and cardiovascular disease. His current focus is on advising family-owned business. So you could take the full quiz, but here's a couple of the questions. Before I dive into the questions, he, um, he says, it might seem a little mood ring era to suggest taking a happiness quiz. Many people, however, are so, quote, used to being unhappy that they barely notice it he says. And he's also the co-author of What Happy People Know. Quote, he says, it's like living next to a railroad track. After a while, you don't hear the trains. Using the latest research, Baker has devised an emotional checkup based on his theory that happiness develops from a number of qualities, including courage, love, humor, altruism, and a sense of freedom and purpose. Although it's impossible to quantify how happy a person is, this quiz will give you a general idea of where you are falling on the spectrum. And then you would start by choosing how often you agree with the following statements, never, infrequently, sometimes, or frequently. So I'll just go through a few here. And again, I would suggest Google him and see if you can find this happiness quiz and um, take it for yourself. So here's a few questions. Number one, I believe my life will truly begin when the right person or circumstance comes along. Never infrequently, sometimes frequently. Next one, I feel best when I can give unconditionally. When I think about people in my life, I focus on those who have hurt or disappointed me. Next one, when I think about people in my life, I focus on those I care about and love. Next question, when things don't go well, I feel trapped or overwhelmed. Again, you're rating this never, infrequently, sometimes, or frequently. And the last question, because I'm not going to go through all of them. There are about 24 of them, but this is, sounds like a good one to think about. Fear keeps me from standing up for what I believe in. Never, infrequently, sometimes, or frequently. So just some thoughts on happiness as we're going through a very unpredictable time and of uncertainty, I thought I would bring a little happiness to you. So I hope during this difficult time, you will find some ways to cultivate happiness because it's easy to choose happiness when, when everything's going great in our lives, right? But what about now when we're at a loss or we're uncertain and we're hitting the lows? And the, so try to cultivate happiness. 
a lot of times happiness is the reality that we create for ourselves through our own thoughts. Realize this is temporary. We don't know when it's going to end. Maybe in April, maybe in May, maybe not till the end of the year, but we will get through this. This is a temporary moment in time. Stay connected with your village and those people that bring you joy and happiness, even if it's just over the phone. Reach out to them and they'll need you just as much as you need them. And it's difficult. We are all separated and distancing each other, but find ways to give happiness to your family, to your friends. Give it away to other people as much as you can because it's contagious. We'll pass it on and what we need right now is more happiness. So in closing, whether you decide to take some advice from the folks I just read about, Brene Brown and others, or you take a walk or you reflect in positive memories you have, I'm wishing you much happiness and health during this time. It's important for us to stay happy and healthy because again, this is temporary. We're going to get through this. I'd love for you to join the conversation below and add some comments on what, what makes you happy. How are you sharing your happiness so we can pass this on to others. Until next time, thanks for tuning in.